Five, Daniel. Twenty-five. Quarter of a century. I don't know if people say that for ages unless they are uh, you know, things with a zero in them, like the the big three O or the big four O. But we we can. The big two five. Can you say like, oh, you're turning the big three eight? You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> the big eighty-nine. Exactly. That's the big one everyone looks forward to. All right. Getting um, over in the case hill. People are not don't actually know what we're talking about. Neither of us are turning 25 right now. Not currently. Um, but the, but our podcast is. Yeah. Actually, no, that's not true either. Uh, but it is 25 episodes old. Yes. Our our podcast can now rent a car. Yes. There's a long I mean, there's there's an exhaustive list, I'm sure, of things we can do. Um, we can we're entitled to a, a living wage. Yeah. I think we also can adopt a child, but I think that may have already passed. Like, I think that was the thing we can we can have already have done. Oh, really? Can you adopt a child before 25? I'm not sure. But hey, you know, I think we can adopt a child now. So that's the only thing okay, that matters. Let's, here, hold on. I'm about to Google things that we can do now that we're 25. That's very good. While you're doing that, I would just like to say that I have been honestly on a, a, a stray. Yeah, I, I haven't mm. been... I haven't been as faithful to our original um, original partner and sponsor. I I am returning back to drinking coconut LaCroix today. Ooh, wow. That's big. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's a very monumental <sighs> shift for our 25th episode. Yeah, I had to bring it back to the regular. Um, just to say once again, hashtag LaCroix, hashtag sponsor us LaCroix. Yes, please sponsor us. Or if you're not LaCroix, just any kind of business or product. Just give us a shout. Yeah. But uh, anyways, yeah, we're 25 episodes old. We're very appreciative that you all have been here with us. Really, we're like 25, but secretly 27 because... Yeah, that's true. We had the one Star Wars episode lost to the ether, mm-hmm. and then we had sort of two episodes for E3, but not really. But really, officially 25. Well, here's what else we can do. We can volunteer for the UN. Oh, now see, now we're talking. Now we're talking. We can have a drink of alcohol <clears throat> in Delhi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if the meat is good in Delhi. Uh, <laughs> you wonder if anybody hears about Delhi meat. Someone had to say it. It was me. Um, here's, a, here's a good one. We can join, and this is real apparently, we can join the Pony Club. I'm sorry, what? Which is... Now, the Pony Club is the UK's largest equestrian society, and membership is cut off at 25. Wow. That, who knew at 25 the different possibilities that one may have? That seems like something we should probably look into. Yeah, I I totally agree. Thank you for joining us once again on this very special 25th episode. We are very, very uh, grateful that y'all are listening and out there and so that we can keep doing it and not feel like we're just doing it for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, actually that's that's actually the last thing I have to add to that is I was googling things you can do when you're 25, right? Yeah. 
there's this article that says 25 things you need to start doing after you're 25. I looked it up. Um, the first entry is learn to live alone. Oh, my. Uh, it turns out these are not like laws. These are just like th- like become financially savvy. Uh, keep your car clean. Uh, take your parents out to dinner. How was this like before or now that you're 25? Do this like haven't you? How have you yeah. not done any of this before you're 25? Yeah, take up a hobby is on here. Learn to cook. I, I, don't I think I think maybe what happened here is and this is a Huffington Post article. I think the person who wrote this uh, is probably 25 (laughs) and is probably realizing that they've maybe have some catching up to do in terms of life experiences. And they're maybe just writing this article for themselves, you know? Yeah. Just putting maybe they're like, okay, Larry is his name. Okay, Larry, these you've got to start doing these things now that you're 25. Yeah. Maybe I'll just frame it as a, hey, all of you should do this. Right, Instead exactly. Just me. Well, good for you, Larry. I hope you are uh, living alone. <laughs> yeah, that's what's a weird thing. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, happy birthday to us. And welcome to Hub World, a podcast about video games, pop culture, and a world where mature content doesn't exist. That's right, because here on today's Hub World, uh, we are going to be looking at some games uh, objectively, scientifically right. even. Right. Uh, to to see what the benefits are, uh, even if they may have a certain rating on them, as if we were our children trying to tell our parents to buy this for us. Right. I don't know. If, if any of you were listening to our last episode, we kind of, well, actually, we basically just came up with this idea while recording our last episode. Because I was talking about where I had to convince my parents to get me M-rated games. Um, I know we talked about this, but Daniel, do you remember what your first actual M-rated game was? Um, I guess, man, probably because I missed the GoldenEye 64 train. Ah. And so I know that that was a big one. Right. Um, were some of the early Elder Scrolls games in? Because if so, that would have definitely I been it. Th- I want to say yes. Like the early like arena and uh, I don't know. Wait, aren't they? If it was Morrowind, then then it was Morrowind for sure. This is why we have Google. Um. Yeah, that's true. Here, let's see. The the rating on the picture says RP, which like remember that? I th- it looks like teen. Oh dang. Okay. Um. Then no, I guess I probably don't really remember. A Skyrim is M. Yeah, but I was I was already. I was well, yeah, that was later on. I just mean in terms of Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, we're gonna uh, kind of talk through some some games, and you know, if you're at home and you are under 25 years old. <laughs> Uh, you may be trying to convince your parents to get you an M-rated game. Um, we do not condone playing an M-rated game before you are, what is it, 18? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. And also, like, obviously, we're doing this sort of as a joke, but also, like, if you're, like, eight, right. you probably shouldn't be playing, you know, Call of Duty or things. So, exactly. use discretion. We're going to get back to the jokes now. <laughs> yes. We're going to roll out the funnies. Uh, Daniel, yeah. you want to start us off? Yeah, I do. So, Just have you ever like heard? I'm your parents. Yeah. Um, hey, <laughs> mom and dad. <laughs> that's okay. That's good so far. H- hello, hello, fellow guardians. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so, I have been wondering how to best exercise my body. Ooh. Uh, because 
when I go outside, sometimes it begins to rain or it may begin to snow or it may begin to be 30 degrees (laughs) and I no longer want to exercise outside. So now I'm trying to figure out what is a very good way to make sure that my body gets flowing and moving in my blood, all of those things in a way that I can still do this inside. And so I thought, well, you know, isn't the hip new thing to do these days is to do like Tybo or to do like, hmm. you know, all of these fun uh, karate. Yeah. If there's anything I know about the hip things they do in 2018, it's Tybo. Yeah. And I think that's what you still do to exercise. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, if I could just learn some of these karate, then maybe uh. I can better work my body karate to help my body wow is what is really what i'm going for here yeah it's very friendly sounding yeah and so you know you might think well you could watch a movie you could watch a you could watch a actually i guess youtube yeah you could watch a youtube and anachronistically you could go to karate classes you could do all that but that costs money a lot what you could also do is get a video game where all of these moves and more are present and that is Mortal Kombat. So let me tell you why I should have it is because <laughs> all of these characters have different moves that I could not use on another person. This is not, right. I would never do that. But what I would do is I would practice them in my room and I would be able to exercise no matter if it was no matter time of day, no matter time of weather. And no matter the time of weather. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if. There is, you might see some blood, but it's not real blood. It's really just like red liquid. And also nobody dies actually, because you can just keep using them over and over. Exactly. And so don't worry about all of that. This is really just a way for me to learn exercise. So for my body. That's, that sounds, well, first of all, that sounds like a great idea. I feel like if that's probably the most efficient way to get into shape. Um, second of all, I already didn't have, to be honest, a lot of submissions for this segment, and I now have one less. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, chances are we were both going to say this, uh, but, you know, Daniel, as your parents, uh, I think this sounds like a great idea. This sounds like a much better option than, you know, like sports, you know? Yeah, you got to pay for those. Sports. Yeah, you got to pay to play basketball indoors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay, so if you had Mortal Kombat, what are some of your thoughts on... Okay, see, I took this from a different angle for Let's my go. parents. Um, in my opinion, well, it's basically, it's, it's, it's a play wrestling game, right? Yeah. Uh, kind of, you know, how you, you wrestle with your brothers or, or how puppies wrestle. That's really what it is. That's all it is. Um, and the nice thing is when your opponent... I mean, your wrestling buddy gets really tired of wrestling. They start kind of like swaying a little bit. And there's a big message on the screen that said, well, it goes like this. It goes, finish him. Yeah. And then that basically means like out of respect for their health. And so that <laughs> they can rest for a little bit. It's kind of telling you like when to finish playing so no one gets hurt. So like when you hit the right button... You do a little dance together and then the wrestling's over and then you get to play again later when you're both ready. Also, that's a, first of all, that's a very, very good point. And did you know that also in some Mortal Kombat's, depending on which one you get, 
you can literally end the match with friendship. Yes, exactly. Or a babe, 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 Yeah, you turn him into a little baby. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah, this is wholesome. This yes, is a wholesome is. game. Yeah. So mom and dad, I guess both of our parents, I can can discuss this bet- amongst themselves. Um, yeah. And and maybe get let us get this game. Agreed. This is now a new family alternate universe where Carter and I are brothers <laughs> trying to get our game. <laughs> I like this very much. That 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 can be uh, more kind of what we were talking about last time, where we can really dress this up and kind of get a PowerPoint presentation together and uh, alternate points. Absolutely, I like it. Well, now that we've both done Mortal Kombat, Daniel, why don't why don't, why don't you hit us with another one? I'll do that. I will hit us with one uh, from loyal listener Thomas Waldrop. Thank you once again for bringing us the gold, Thomas. Um, <clears throat> so Thomas, Thomas, like he brought us in to his presentation, like in media res, like oh. his presentation is already happening. And, uh, so I'll just go for the, just straight on here. Furthermore, as you can see from this screenshot, sniper elite, not only <laughs> depicts a moment of great historical significance, it portrays unflinchingly detailed models of human anatomy for learning purposes. <laughs> Hashtag inspiring future orthopedists. <laughs> Dang, that's good. <clears throat> Wow. That is really, really good. Have you ever played any of the Sniper Elite games? Um, I don't think I have. I've played like several knockoffs. Like most of them are like iPhone games, but you know, the same kind of thing where you get the bullet going through the the orthopedic studying model. And this is history. This is like we're we're discussing the fall of the Third Reich here. And this the different That's stories true. of courage on the battlefield. That's um, so true. And these values that we would we need to extend in everything that we do. Yeah, we need to extend the values of Sniper Elite. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so I think that's that's really good. I imagine you know him definitely uh, walking around uh, in in a suit and you know having some sort of pointing device <laughs> right. that he can say. Furthermore, as you can see, mm. and then like pointing really officially. Uh, but yeah, I've I've watched a friend of mine. Uh, shout out to Nick. Uh, who was playing Sniper Elite 4. I think that was the most recent one. And it seemed pretty good. It seems like it's like a... uh, Or at least this most recent one seems to be at least like probably an upper echelon better than Mm -hmm. the rest of them have been. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot like really huge open environments. um, And I mean, you have to be like... I mean, it's like one versus you know, a platoon. And so you like, you have to be strategic in where you place and like aiming and, and all that stuff is more than just put the cursor over the target, you know, all that. So, uh, it does look pretty cool, but, uh, but yeah, so I think, yeah, this one definitely is a, as history simulator and with, with, um, with anatomy. Yeah. And then that's, that's really the big part is, um, Everybody wants their children to go into a STEM job, right? Right. So why don't you prepare for that M in the STEM by playing all those video games? You know, like so right. Are you ready for this one? Oh, I'm ready. You've never heard before. Quit playing all those video game because you need to study. But what if studying was the video game? Oh. That's what Sniper Elite is. That's that's the way that I am, am phrasing this is I'm just preparing myself I love that. for a career 
uh, you know, as an orthopedist, but also I'm going to give right. myself a very strong historical background as well. I mean, we need to get this game in schools. We absolutely need to get this game in schools. There are some, you know, yayas out there who might say we need more guns in schools. And I, th- I say you're almost right. You almost hit it. <laughs> you almost did it. Really, what we yes, need is more sniper. You're, you're right, but not how you're thinking. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, Thomas, thank you so much for that submission. We're going to get working on that one right now. Mm. Uh, yeah, let's fix America with video games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Carter, what do you have any others? Um, yeah, speaking of uh, kind of a historical learning experience, I've got another one. And it's, you know, in a similar way, it's basic. It's it's basically an edutainment series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think um, I know where this is going and I'm very with it. I, you know, we'll we'll see uh, because this one's actually about learning about Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn about the Greek gods. You learn about all their strengths their, and weaknesses, their powers, their weaknesses. You uh, you actually learn a little bit about ancient Spartan civilization as well. Um, you play a character named Kratos, whose goal it is to. Uh, meet as many Greek gods as he can mm-hmm. to learn about them with his special learning knives. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, even though it is an edutainment series, there's actually these really beautiful themes about, you know, how the path of revenge uh, doesn't bring you peace. That's correct. You know? Yeah, it's, it's more, it is a historical learning edutainment system it's also mm-hmm. um a study on emotional intelligence and it's a study yes, on so right how best to contain what you feel and you know studies have shown that teenage brains are just just not as developed as as adult <laughs> brains like that's a fact it's true and so you're any kind of way that you can learn about how to or how not to use your emotions, I think mm, is yeah. extremely valuable. Yeah, this is basically a series called God of War, if you haven't heard of it, about uh, how not to use your emotions. Right. It's one of those um, do as I do, not as I say, <laughs> or do as I say, not as I do. It's that one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do as he does. Yeah. Um, and getting to see the consequences. You know, like, he- right. here's the thing, right? is parents are totally cool with you go to school and you go to driver's ed and you have to watch this video of car crashes and people in the hospital who have been, you know, in a DUI situation because like you need to see the consequences of when you don't do the thing that's correct. And like no one bats an eye at that. But yet when it comes to a video game, Hey, stop playing that video game. You need to study. Also, this isn't good content for you when and in reality, it is literally the exact same thing. It is, hey, if you act this way, bad thing are going to happen to you. Very bad thing. Exactly. Now get to studying with Sniper Elite. Exactly. I think this is great. And then like even to continue on. So even just that's just the first three God of Wars. But if you want to include the next one, then that is like that is no joke actually some norse mythology entertainment <laughs> yeah and actually some e- emotional intelligence right so yeah i think there's nothing wrong with these game 
Right. I think they should be rated E. I think so too. E for, for everyone. For educational. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the God of Wars. Um, I've got another one. So <clears throat> there is <laughs> So, there's a game called Hot Lud Miami. (laughs) (laughs) And at first glance, it might look like there is no, there is nothing here that is suitable. (laughs) Exactly. For a non-adult. And you know, like, you might be correct. That might be true, um, (laughs) actually. Uh, because if you haven't played Hotline Miami, first of all, I love Hotline Miami. It's one of the, like my favorite indie games that has come yeah. out in the last like few years. And Hotline Miami Two is also very good. Um, it is a top down. It's a top down problem solving game. Yeah. Um, where uh, it's everything's cartoon, you know, so it's not realistic. Right. And, that's good. Um, it is about. It is it is showing the struggles of <laughs> going of not being able to trust yourself. Hey, you know what? Hey, <laughs> hey, folks, I'm turning towards the camera. Do you know that I thought it might be funny to talk about Hotline Miami and be able to do this? But then guess what? There's actually real no way to justify this yeah, one. So don't tough, buy this one. It? It's yeah, tough. this one doesn't work at all. This is not one. But don't go, ask your parents for this game. Don't just don't do it. Stop. This is a this isn't an example of when this segment has gone too far. So don't don't <laughs> try to get Hotline Miami for anyone that's not at least eighteen. Yeah, that's rough. It's real rough, but it's very good. <laughs> Cardi, you got any more? <laughs> you know, we tried. We tried. <laughs> Um, I do have another one, and we actually talked about this last time. Uh, but, so this is a game. Um, this is a game. <laughs> so don't be put. Oh, don't be put off by the the name. It's called Doom. Oh. Um, do you know what all Doom is? It's just mood backwards. <laughs> well, that's okay. That's a that's a start. That's a yeah. That's um, all it is. So this is a game where basically, basic, um, you have to fend off the temptations of Satan. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. See, okay. Yeah. Here we go. You you don the armor of the spirit to fight off. Um, I mean, listen, we all have our demons, right? You know, right. The things the things the the good book warned us against: greed, dishonesty, pride. You know. Uh, and in this game, those demons actually take the form of demons. Yes. And you have to fight your way through them on your way to to inner peace and to oneness with uh, the Lord God, our Savior. Right. So this is, you know, spiritual warfare made physical. Right. So there's no... This is actually, like, maybe one of the most important... Side note, this is especially if you live in a religious household. This is an yes. easy sell, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, <clears throat> hey, this is, this might be a, a mature rated game, but I bet you can get behind the themes, mom and dad, because <laughs> look at this. We're always talking about 
fighting against temptation. We're always talking about, right. you know, fighting against the demonic in the world. Well, what if there was a, what if I told you there was a video game where that's all you did? Right. It's basically Revelation, the video game. Oh my gosh, it is. Yeah. So like, this is again, super easy sell because is it bloody? Sort of, but it's the blood of <laughs> your enemies. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> so, you know, that's nothing wrong there. And also like demon blood can be. I guess mostly red still, but like probably different <laughs> colors sometimes. Yeah, you know, black blood is better. Right. So like it's 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 all about fighting demons and going into the bad place to like rid it of evil. So right. I don't know how you're not Jesus, honestly, as the main <laughs> yeah, character of Doom. You might I mean, we don't know that you're not. That's true. I guess we don't know that you're not. Maybe this right, is he's a, got a helmet is, on. This is the second coming simulator. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah, we could come up with a whole bunch of subtitles, you know? Yeah. For the next games. Doom, the second coming. Doom, heaven on earth. (laughs) Doom could be Jesus. (laughs) Doom, Jesus, question mark? Yeah. Um, That's very good. Yeah, so that's a a really easy one. Also, just a quick side note, and I don't remember if we've talked about this, but this is kind of along the same lines, first of all, of Jesus, and second of all, of uh, living in a religious household, and second of all, of having to uh, reason with your parents with regards to video games. Maybe this is just my parents. I don't know. (laughs) Basically, what happened was, uh, when I was a kid, I mean, I'm still a kid, but uh, I had a game called Soul Calibur. I think it was was Soul Calibur. I want to say four. I mean, in this game, you can create your own character, which is pretty awesome. And I had a pretty, you know, I started creating my character at the beginning of the game. You know, you've got a pretty limited customization suite. Um, But, you know, you've got I was like, hey, you know, I've got this white dude. I can give him long hair and a beard. I've got this robe. I've got uh, some sandals. Um, I ended up with a bow staff. Uh, and basically I ended up just creating Jesus in the soul caliber character creation. Um, and my parents were not super happy about it. Uh, not like (laughs) it wasn't like a big thing. Um, but I just, I remember that experience because it was the first time that I learned what the word sacrilege meant. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So there's a little side note. Interesting. I wonder too, like, you know how like I feel like if you got to make Jesus in a fighting game, it's kind of hard because like with every punch, oops, they get healed. <laughs> yeah, see, that's exactly what's happening. You know, this this health bar that's going down is actually that's the disease death. and yeah. bad stuff <laughs> exactly. bar. Exactly. Yeah, it's their sins being washed yeah. <laughs> away. <laughs> um, but he did have some pretty sweet bow staff moves. I will not lie. So I mean, I I have no regrets. Here's the thing. We don't have any way to know that he didn't know how to use a bow staff. Yeah, I mean, they, they had bow staffs back then, right? Or they had staffs. Yeah, they he definitely had, had a staff. Right. Um. So, you know, there's just there's just so much that we don't know about the Bible that we're here to fill in the blanks. That's really what this episode is about. Thank <laughs> you for getting to the stealth theme of the episode this far <laughs> in. Oh, man. No, that's really it. Um. I think that's all I've got. Probably, I believe that's all I've got too. You know, uh, I, I thought maybe there's 
there's some that we could work on together. Like I thought of throwing Grand Theft Auto in here, but then I yeah. never actually followed up on it about how we could uh, how we could spin that. It's a little tough. That's also that's like the classic example of like just don't get that one. Don't get yeah, that exactly. one for your child. Right. You know, it's it's about uh, exploring the freedoms of adulthood in a safe way. Yeah, I guess so. It's all about holding up <laughs> the clocking bell. Much worse. Yeah. It's about making unlikely friends. And it's also about a whole lot of cussing. <laughs> That's a lot of whole lot of other stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe throw that in the pool with Hotline Miami. Yeah, we'll we'll put that there. Thank you, Thomas, for your very good example. Hopefully this helps you kids out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're learning about trying to get some of these games that have come out before. Good luck. Yeah, most certainly. <laughs> Hope you live in a religious household. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I do want to say this This one, this is Logan Hester responded, and uh, he said, I never stood a chance. I had to get my older friends to buy this for me and then make sure I only played them when my parents wouldn't walk in. You know, hey. that's another way to do it. Yeah, well, if, if that's your situation, know that you're not alone out there because people have been there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're, yeah, if you're not 25 and alone. Yeah. <laughs> And working for a Huffington Post. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, you know, Carter, this is the desert time for sure. Yeah, we've we've mentioned this still. And I think we're right about to hit the Oasis here in like mm-hmm. a couple of weeks. But this is very much still the desert time. Um, and I think that's reflected even in... Uh, the way so this week has been gamescom and right which is you know as exactly what the name implies which maybe shows you how bad the desert is that we still don't have much to talk about yeah it's so gamescom is like if you don't if you're not familiar with gamescom it is basically e3 but europe and right. i think it's held in germany every year i don't know um and so yeah that's been happening but there hasn't been as many big <sighs> fresh announcements or anything that isn't like okay here's this thing you know that's happening here's just a little bit more about it right Um, there has been some announcements of new things but it's they've not been the big splashy stuff that Mm -hmm. you see at an e3 but i mean part of this and we've talked about this before is i think that just the landscape is changing with how all this stuff comes out and i honestly think nintendo was kind of the the spearhead for this whenever they've said hey we're we're just going to do these directs and we we may tell you a couple days before we're going to do it and then we'll just do it. So it's kind of, I mean, I think it's that along with the fact that like YouTube is a thing. So like, yeah, yeah we can just put out whatever we want whenever we right. want for everyone. And it's just kind of an easy way to do it and cost effective. Uh, so I think that's probably a reason why something like a Gamescom wouldn't be as big as it used to be. I mean, I think E3 still is... Like there's but still even this- that. I mean, it's it's interesting. Like because of kind of the changing medium, like like you were just saying, but also because of the way that things kind of landed this year and the timeline of game releases, where like like it's particularly for Sony, the games that they were announcing, with a couple exceptions, were games that we knew a lot about already. Yeah. So they were just like, okay, we're just going to show you more of this, 
Right. To where like, you know, it, it's like Gamescom falls in a weird part of the year where it's just before all of the fall releases. So it's like, OK, we know what we're getting for the rest of the year for the most part. And then anything that comes later is probably going to be saved for another E3. Right. Or like uh, we've we've gotten a lot of like, OK, release dates that are all early 2019. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Gosh, yeah. A lot. Yeah. So but I mean, like there's a few things here in Gamescom that I think that we wanted to highlight. Um, a lot of it is still just. If you're into this thing, here's a little bit more about it. Um, the, one of the things that they apparently showed still um, is another demo for Cyberpunk 2077. But I yeah. want to tell you something, Carter, and the rest of the listeners. I don't know if this game exists, honestly. That's probably a good stance. Because they keep saying, come through this door but absolutely yeah. whatever you do shut it behind you <laughs> right and then supposedly there's a quote-unquote game that they are quote-unquote showing off to quote-unquote people <laughs> right but i don't know man like i don't i don't know why this isn't I, th- I thought surely, okay, I can see why they would do a closed doors demo at E3 because people do that. But now it's a few months later, a couple months later, and it's Gamescom, and it's still that. I don't yeah. understand. I don't fully understand that. Yeah, one. and they also do keep making all of these comments of like, you know, be patient, just keep waiting, and if they can say that forever, yeah, then they can just you know keep keep selling us their brand, keep selling us their merchandise, because there is merchandise for this. Yeah, already. Um, and then just never make the game. I'm, that's what I'm saying here, is that I don't believe this game exists yet. I will believe it exists when there are people who are like, we are playing it right now and you can see it. Rest of world. Right. Otherwise, it could just be a grand conspiracy. Which, like, you know, I'm not trying to be... Hey, listen, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be out of town. By the way, this cyberpunk game don't exist because it's behind a closed door. Why can't you I'm just Tom Jones. I don't know why I went some, like, hybrid of Alex Jones and Stone Cold Steve Austin just now, but. Was that, is it, is Todd Jones who I'm thinking of? Your, uh, was it, I think when we were talking about Angry Bids, you had a little character there. I'm Todd Jones, and guess what? I don't think this cyberpunk game is real. Because if it was real, we'd all be seeing it by now, don't you think? You Maybe think they've been be working like the on Alex it for Jones the last of eight years? Yeah, I don't. Uh, that's exhausting. Todd Jones is exhausting. Probably also to listen to. Gosh. I'm very sorry. Yeah, maybe they're just. I think what they did is they just took all of the money from their Witcher and just made a CG trailer. Yeah, yeah, that's all they're doing. And really, this is just me being extremely bitter because I'm sure it does exist. But I just want to see this game happen, and I want to see what everybody's talking about. I, I'm tired of all this behind closed doors. You know what yeah. though is, uh, if you hashtag send Hub World to E3 2019. <laughs> We'll be able to get inside those. We will be those behind closed the closed doors, doors, and then we could tell you about that and confirm that it's real. But that's just that's just a food for thought for everyone, right? So it's really for you. We it's we're not we're not doing this at all for our own enjoyment. Yeah, not even a little bit. Not we at all. would. Ha- yeah, we would hate to go to E three. This just, is all for you. Yeah, we just need to bring you that good good information. Yeah, that's all we're doing. Uh, speaking of good good information, well, I guess it's information. They they they, they showed. <laughs> 
<laughs> they showed more from Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And honestly, every single time that I see or more about this or hear more about it, my excitement ratchets up by like a thousand percent. This game looks really good. Yeah, I, it really does, honestly. Um, and actually, I know, well, I, you know, we've gotten a couple new trailers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a release date. Um, I did see a couple pieces of news this week. First of all, that they mentioned that they're not putting out an Assassin's Creed game next year, right. which I think most people are usually pretty receptive to. Um, also, and I, we, I don't even think we've talked about this. I am just remembering now that I saw a little article that they're implementing a nemesis system. Yeah. Like some sort of version of that, which I think is like, is this the first time that another game has done that? I think so. Weirdly so. Like, yeah. That was one of those mechanics that that game came out and we were like, oh, here we go. This is going to be a thing now. And then it, nobody really capitalized and yeah, on it. Yeah, n- no one did it. It's weird. But, I mean, it totally least- makes sense for something like this with, you know, in this setting. I feel like it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And that, that makes me even more excited because that Nemesis system, at least the way in the first Mordor game, I never played the second one. I heard it was kind of disappointing, but um that was such a cool idea to be like, yeah, it, this isn't like, obviously, like if you don't suspend your disbelief and you sit there and realize what's happening of like, oh, this is still just a randomly generated nobody. Yeah. <laughs> then I guess that's that's one thing. But like it, it is cool to if you like lean into it a little bit to say it, it it's interesting enough that like these these enemies are significant and like they totally. have been significant in this world, you know, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that could that could re- definitely translate to something like this. Um, as, as far as them not making another one next year, I think that works for two reasons. Because one, obviously, they took a year off and then came out last year with Origins, which is like the highest received Assassin's Creed game maybe ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like obviously that was a good move. Uh, if that were to happen again, to say well, we're going to take a year off, and clearly they've got two big teams right like right. if they can put right. these out back to back yeah uh because because that's my second point is both like origins i haven't played uh but seems to be like hundreds of hours long and this yeah. one seems to be leaning more into that type of game like yeah, a witcher type RPG heavy so i don't know how you could even play as a player games like that back to back to back to back you know yeah so for real. i think from a consumer standpoint that's a smart move Mm-hmm. Um, you've played some Assassin's Creed Origins, right? I don't, so yeah, I did yeah. play a little bit of Origins. What I actually ended up doing is, like, I started playing Origin. I got into it late. I played a little bit of it. Um, when a, when we started hearing about Odyssey, I basically was like, okay, well, first of all, when we saw it, it's using the same engine and like a lot of the like it's got a lot of the same feel to it as Origins, mm-hmm. just in a different setting. And I basically said to myself, like. I am a little I am more interested in the setting of Odyssey. And so because I haven't like like because I haven't played one of these because Origins is the first that is of its kind like the RPG heavy in this engine, I wanted Odyssey to be the first one that I play of that if that makes sense. Because like what's happened re- in like the other games is that they'll release one game like Assassin's Creed 2 and then they'll release Brotherhood which is in the same engine and it like it uses a lot of the same animations and stuff like that and so I basically what I didn't want to happen was to play a ton of Origins and then to play Odyssey and be like oh yeah this feels familiar you know yeah that's a good point and I think um, I, yeah I, I felt like I wanted Odyssey 
to because I see I felt super interested in it and it seems exciting setting wise. I I wanted to add to that, you know, it being my first experience with this engine and with the the RPG elements. That is a really good way I would say to go about it. And then I mean, even along with that, doesn't this this comes before Origins like in the timeline, right? Right. So, mm-hmm. which I think is an odd thing, like Origins, but also here's yeah. the thing before they kind that. of just keep going back. Yeah, I guess, I mean, Origins is supposed to be, like, in lore, the beginning of the Assassins, right? Maybe right. this is the, the beginning of the Templars or something, who knows? Yes, I, it'll be interesting to see where they go with it, for sure. Yeah, also, uh, just a side question about Origins, is there still, like, Animus stuff and real-world stuff in Origins? I, honestly, I played so little of it that I never got to any of it. It it starts you right in the game. Okay. Or in, so that, uh, in Egypt. That is okay to me like totally. i was never i never got into the outside stuff outside of the the first one the very first assassin's creed i right. was like oh this is kind of interesting but then mm-hmm. like ever since that one i could care zero yeah, that's the things that kind of just became kind of a throwaway thing where like and and obviously the gameplay in the historical gameplay is so interesting that every time it pulls you out of it you're just waiting to get back you know and so it can be kind of frustrating yeah, like I, I remember the so I've played the most I played was I beat the first one. I played a good chunk of the second one. I've played a bigger chunk of the fourth one. And I remember oh man, the fourth Two one so good. Yeah, the uh, I, that was like the least amount of time that I spent in outside of the yeah. uh, like historical world. And like yeah, I appreciated that they didn't more of a make you do as game. much. Yeah. And uh, so I hope that they keep going more into that direction because like, again, it's just, to me, it's way more interesting. The characters that they're writing for the historical parts, the action, the story, that's where I want to be. I, I want to be in right. that. I don't want to be in this future. I mean, at this point with the other games, the outside story the present day story is so convoluted that yeah. it, there's, there's not really a reason to do it anymore. Like I understand in the first few games, they're like, okay, we want to tie these games to like they wanted it to feel like a series despite them being set in different time periods. And so they wanted a common thread, but they're like, there, there is not really a common thread anymore. Uh, so it makes sense for them to just embrace that. Like, okay, these are just games that look and or look and feel different, even though they have the same kind of mechanics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's Assassin's Creed odyssey that's coming out very soon i think it's in october i think it's actually in september yeah i um google it comes out october 5th <laughs> can you please do a uh, google. Um, google. Like, can you make that happen because that's very good oh like a little sound bite for whenever yeah. we google something yeah we are googling things more so we are doing think, that yeah aren't there other games coming out on october 5th this is where we could do another. Um, Um, I don't see anything. Maybe I'm thinking of like September 5th. I don't know. Anyways, we know Assassin's Creed Odyssey comes on that that day. Yeah, it's coming soon. Uh, Those games are very good. Uh, Supposedly, I've never played Origins, but this one looks awesome. Yeah, I'm Um, very excited. Another thing that I'm very excited for uh, is Life is Strange 2, which they put out their first official trailer. Uh, I started playing some of Captain Spirit, which is something that I was raving about in our E3 yeah. one. Um, and it is definitely good. It's a, it is like, it is like emotionally like difficult 
like mm. in a way that's like not necessarily like I don't I don't relate to it, but like it is it is just a diff like it immediately throws you into like a very difficult emotional situation, mm. and so it's kind of it is like a little hard to like play like I mean I was sitting down and being like oh dang you know like this yeah it's tough um and so I don't necessarily know how that's gonna lead into Life is Strange two yet. Uh, but apparently it still will. Like you can take your your save file from Captain Spirit will will come in. But they did announce this trailer and they announced some story details for it, which I think is an extremely extremely interesting premise. Uh, this is from IGN's article about it. Uh, Life is Strange Two tells a tale of two brothers, sixteen year old Sean and nine year old Daniel Diaz, who were forced to flee their home in suburban Seattle after a tragic event changes their lives forever. They're on the run from the police, and Sean decides that their best chance at a good life is to head for their hometown in Mexico, Puerto Lobos. Ooh. So that, to me, is extremely compelling, right? Yeah, that's already very interesting. Yeah, because, like, just just from the the idea of, obviously, in our real-world news, immigration is such a huge deal and crossing the border because... You know, this is your chance at a better life. To, so, like, people will sacrifice whatever to cross the border and get here. So, the fact that they're like flipping that on its head and saying yeah. like their life here is so bad, they, the best chance is to flee across the border and go down. Totally, um, I think is a, a extremely compelling premise. Um, that you know, also like doesn't sound very supernatural because I, like that's I'm I'm interested to see how the supernatural stuff is gonna play a part because that was all of life is strange one like right you know you start that in like this weird vision of this giant world ending tornado heading towards your town and then you know within the next 20 25 minutes you find out you can go backwards in time so like that i'm interested to see how that how all of that is going to play in but even if even if there wasn't and there like there wasn't a supernatural element to that that premise is yeah very very good so yeah that's uh, very exciting yeah i'm real really excited about that have you have you played life is strange yet no i watched a bunch of it and i have like especially since captain spirit was out i'm like and hope when does life is strange 2 come out uh i think it's september september 27 okay, i would like to try to get to it before i get to life is well before like life, life is strange 2 either comes out or just you know get to it at some point so i can play them through so here's here's a good thing for you and for anyone listening. Uh, so Life is Strange one, first of all, I highly recommend. That was one of my favorite story based games that I'd played in a while. It came out years ago at this point, but I think I finished it last year and it was it was worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, it right now, I think the whole thing is on sale for five dollars on PlayStation, like for okay. all five episodes. That's good to know. It only takes about eight or nine hours to do all of it. Okay, um, so that's real easy to to get done and. Um, I don't know about on Xbox or any other. I think you can also get it on your phone now. I think your phone is cheaper already. I Interesting. Just as base price. But there's a lot of ways to play that. And um, yeah, a little, little around a month until the second one comes out. But that's that's really doable. Uh, can't recommend that one highly enough, uh, certainly. Um, but yeah, and then I, you know, I'd love to play more of Captain Spirit and maybe talk about it on here. But uh, and Captain Spirit is free also, like anyone listening. It's uh, it's a free thing you can get. I think you have to go in. It's like technically a demo for Life is Strange 2. Like that's how you right. would go find it is in, in demos, not in games or anything. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll have some more thoughts on that if I can 
finish it. But uh, but anyways, Life is Strange two coming out soon. I'm excited for that, and I'm glad that there's more more details for that. Also, I'm glad that like I, th- I do think it's interesting that like the first official trailer is like within a month of release. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that soon. Yeah, I guess really the way they were really introing that was through Captain Spirit, I guess. Yeah, I've also wondered if they will do more like spin-off-y stuff like that. Yeah, like lead-ins and things of that nature. But Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it was a good call for them to release it. It was free, right? Well, uh, yeah, Captain Spirit's free. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's a good call to kind of get people interested. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's... that's uh, Life is Strange 2, obviously, again, uh, those are the kind of the things that were the most compelling to me. No, that's not true. There's one more thing. Uh, one more announcement from Gamescom that was very cool to me. Uh, did you ever play Until Dawn? I did not, but I know what it is. Yeah, Until Dawn is one of my favorite games to come out in the last couple of years, last few years, uh, only because like I mean, I'm a huge horror movie fan. Love horror movies uh-huh. of all kinds, and and so Until Dawn is a horror movie, like a, a classic traditional horror movie, but a video game. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a it's a story based. Your choices matter. Characters can die or not die. Thing uh, that's really fascinating. It's got a really good story. It's like decently scary at parts. It's got great voice acting. Um, it looks really good. Uh, it's a fun game, especially as we're getting closer to Halloween uh, to mm-hmm. play. Uh, so the developers of Until Dawn have announced a new horror game anthology that they're calling the Dark Pictures Anthology. Yeah. And so I, 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 that's just, I think that's an interesting way to say, hey, we're making more of these. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. And say, like just leading with the fact that they are like making multiple you know, like it's not just like here's the next, here's the follow up to Until right. Dawn. Yeah, the sequel. Um, and so the first one is called Man of Madon. They they put a trailer out for that. It seems to be an underwater based horror adventure where people go out on a boat and uh, you know, there's the classic horror uh, tropes involved there. Uh, but that's really exciting because I've been waiting for some sort of follow up because Until Dawn did well enough and was received well enough that I figured. You know how they maybe they would do an Until Dawn two like a how a horror sequel doesn't always necessarily have to be you know a direct sequel to all of the events but it can still yeah. be the same kind of thing um, and maybe that's kind of the way they're doing this is that you know we're gonna make an anthology of games that all feel sort of the same and all are kind of this same thing maybe there's a gonna be a small connector uh, between all of these but either way we're doing it and uh, right I'm really excited for that so. Did you play uh, Until Dawn Rush of Blood? I did play Until Dawn Rush of Blood, and uh, that is a very fun... Well, I played enough until... That was one of the few VR things that, you know, a VR roller coaster kind of was... All the roller coaster fast parts, I was having to, like, close my eyes and not, oh, not really? do that. Yeah. Uh, that one kind of whooed me. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Still fun, though. Yeah. So there's more stuff from Gamescom. There's more trailers. Uh, if you haven't been keeping up necessarily with much uh, announcements or game news, especially since E3, it's worth checking out, especially if there's some games that you want more information or more like footage of. Right. It's out there. I know uh, we mentioned the Sekiro trailer. Yeah. Was they, that out of Gamescom or was that just in general? That's 
Yeah, that's from Gamescom. They've put okay. some more information out for Sekiro, Shattered Sight twice. So you can go check that out. But um, yeah, nothing that we thought was really earth shattering um, happening. Right. But hopefully, you know, go go check it out. Maybe there's some other stuff. Maybe there's some something that we missed that you uh, want us to talk about, and yeah, maybe uh, we'll get to it. But, um, and I believe I went at the next conference. Um, isn't PAX coming up? PAX is coming up. Yeah. When is that? Um, so that is a good question. Uh, this is where we can insert the Google. <laughs> Let's see. PAX. I want to say it's with at least within like the next month or so. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. August 31st, September 3rd. So like this weekend. This coming oh, wow. Weekend. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, the main reason I had seen that is because every once in a while when I'm trying to keep up with, uh, dreams, I think Media Molecule is going to be there, but I've learned to not expect anything necessarily. Yeah. What's yeah, they'll probably just say, Hey, this is, we, this is a game called dreams. See you never. Don't let your dreams be dreams, but except for that's what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. I think they might be collaborating actually with, uh, CD project red. Yeah. Creating imaginary games. Yeah, man, too many people creating imaginary games, but what can we do? What can we do? Absolutely nothing, except send us to E3. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I think that's it for our 25th episode this week. Yeah, uh, the big 2-5. Big 2-5, hey, hey, um, But we'll be back with more. I think there's some Nintendo news coming out next week. Um, I think we may have some more game stuff to talk about next week, potentially. So, uh-huh. Um, yeah, and then also I know I know Spider Man is like almost here, and that's a big one oh for boy. for oh boy. Both of us here. Um, we do have a, a quick change in programming, also um, just due to uh, our job schedules and things of that nature. I guess really that's mostly it, the job schedules. But we're gonna start releasing on Saturdays, uh, so still every week, uh, still the consistency there, but. We're going to be coming out more on Saturdays instead of Fridays. Uh, just the the nature of, uh, of our uh, employment has made it difficult for us to uh, be able to record it with enough time to get it out on Fridays. But uh, right, so right. just know that it's still coming, and uh, that's that's really it. Yeah. Plan your long drives for Saturdays. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, but anyways, thank you for continuing to listen and continuing to be part of the hubbies. Which I haven't talked about in a few episodes. Uh, But anyways, yes, of course, connect with us on Twitter at HubWorldCast. We're on there. Uh, We get that's where a lot of our submissions come from. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you, Logan, for those this week. uh, We you can also subscribe to us. That's a hugely helpful thing Mm. for us. Subscribe and automatic download. Those numbers count and um, help us get more people to listen to us. Uh, Daniel, when do you tend to put out Twitter calls? Um, Twitter Just calls a days before usually Tuesdays or Wednesdays. And, okay, and that's cool. probably going to be still the case here as we are shifting our recording schedule. But, uh, yeah, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, check, be, be wary for, for Twitter stuff. Um, but yeah, definitely follow us on Twitter and you can be a part of the show even much easier that way. Um, cause they, they, it gets out there fast and furious, right? Fast and furious 25. Yeah, that's us. That's the new Fast and Furious 25. <laughs> it's just our podcast. Well, thanks again for joining us, everybody. Uh, we will Things will definitely be ramping up over the next couple of weeks and months as new games come out that we are just struggling to keep up with. Uh, but until then, as always, we love you very much. And always remember, 
It is dangerous to go alone. Take us, LaCroix. Sponsor. <laughs> Take us, LaCroix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>